boy. Here I go. It is time to crank this bitch up because it is the Tuesday show. Welcome to it. I am the Stretchery, your host, right here on the Big 49, every single Monday through Friday, 3 a.m. till noon Pacific. That is long and strong right there, like my member. Yeah, it's a penis joke. There you go. Got the freaking maturity of a nine-year-old, and I don't care. Penis jokes, fart jokes, poop jokes, all funny crap to me. Low-hanging fruit is the best. It is the sweetest. It is hanging the lowest because it is the sweetest. It is loaded with the most juice, so it is hanging down really low. Prove me wrong on that. Low-hanging fruit is the easiest and the best when it comes to humor. Let me tell you, uh, on the docket today for the Stretch Show, besides low-hanging fruit humor, we will have an interview coming up in mere moments with the one, the only, Mr. Jet Lawrence of the HRC Honda team. If you missed that marathon interview we had with Chase Sexton yesterday, that'll pop up in the middle of the show today. Really long chat with Chase. We only get a few minutes with uh, Jet because the press conference, I I do respect the hell out of what I said with uh, Feld yesterday. They they really went out of their way to do a really good long press conference for the send-off, and and they don't typically do that at the end. They typically say, yeah, a few seasons over, we're out. I'm on my way to the Bahamas. But uh, they, they got all the champs up there, plus the guys from the podium. A couple of the champs were on the podium, and it was nice to get a, basically a little bit of extra interviews, which will help me carry over into next week. I'm not going to blow the proverbial load. Ah, another penis joke. I am going to hold on to one or two of those interviews for next week when we have none because there's no racing this weekend. So we'll keep rolling those out. I know tomorrow... Tomorrow we are going to get Justin Hill up just because I love that dude's story. Career best podium, third place in Salt Lake. And what a great story. The dude was a cop. He had quit racing. He was off a bike for two and a half years, became a police officer in Oregon, and now, bam, he's back. He's racing. He gets on the podium. Had a damn good year, too, but we'll break all that down in the interview. Love that story. Love the Hill brothers are both badass. That Team Tedder Racing a privateer team getting on the podium at a Supercross event, especially in the 450 class, is just impressive as hell. So shout out to them. Uh, very cool stuff, and we'll break that down tomorrow. But coming up in moments, it will be the one, the only, Jet Lawrence. We'll get Hunter in here later on in the week as we perfect that Honda sweep of the championships. <coughs> oh, man, I got to stop smoking. Uh, coming up. I have a story about a dirty bastard uh, drunk. This story's really, really weird. It's out of Colorado. I think marijuana may have been involved. It's a DUI story, but I'm like, he might have been high and drunk. Guy did the unthinkable. I mean, you could fart and blame it on the dog, but beyond that, that's not cool. I got a funny one that's funny but not funny at the same time we're in the woke ass world and we talk about it ad nauseum whenever some company goes woke they usually have pushback a company did something that was woke but I don't think they're going to get pushback everyone's going to kind of laugh at it and it's sad because this used to be like Motoman's main spank bank material of the year if you went to the Motoman spank bank and you're like hello I would like uh, Motoman's number one choice on the top five Spank Bank, uh, this this magazine would have been at the top, and now they're kind of making it by trying to be woke and show that they're not objectifying women. 
which is what it's all about, which is what that magazine and that particular issue was all about. Gonna get into this. It's it's interesting. Like you, you you're mad, but you can't really be mad. All right, I have a new way to get potholes fixed, and this is uh, tied and true. Uh, the tried and true. This method. You got a pothole in your neighborhood, you do this. The city will come out and they will fix that pothole. I got a little uh, UFO action for you. I haven't had one of those in a couple of days, so a nice UFO story. I got a what the Florida teacher, straight out of Florida teacher story that's pretty solid. And a whole lot more. I also got a personal life rant that I'll get into as well. People are effed up. I'll tell you that. Get into all this, but up next, let's talk to Mr. Jet Lawrence, HRC Honda, right here on the 49. Big 49, it is a stretch show, and right now we are sitting down with the man, Mr. Jet Lawrence, just got his fourth championship aboard that HRC Honda in the lights division, aka the 250s. Congratulations on that, Jet. And has it sunk in yet that you're now a 450 dude? It is over. The 250s are gone forever. You have, I guess, uh, are no longer uh, eligible to ride on a 250, no matter what happens. You are now a 450 rider for the rest of your career. And and has that sunk in yet? Because that's a big step, man. You're going up to the big time in the premier class. Um, No, not really. I mean, it still hasn't quite sunk in as, it, as like, my last. I think once I start racing 450 now, those will kind of sink in as my last. So it was, uh, it was a fun one. The track got pretty technical. Yeah. And was, the dirt was actually really sick. So that yeah. one, which was uh, was great, and the heat race, it was like ice. So we weren't looking forward to it. But um, <laughs> no, it, it didn't really cross my mind till like after. It's like that's really like kind of my last one. I'm not gonna really go up 450 and just kind of come back down for a few. It's kind of I'm up to 450 now, and we're, we're staying there for a while. So it's a exciting step for me. It's that uh, new kind of step in my life, that new chapter. So it's I'm excited for it. It was a good way to end it, I think, for my uh, last TVD race. Yeah, going out there and smoking the field by three laps is a great way to end it, Jet. Uh, let's talk about this. What do you got to look forward to in the outdoor season this year, jumping up to the 450s? And better yet, what does Hunter have to look forward to in the 250s? He hasn't won a championship yet in that class, and here you are the reigning champ of outdoors. So what's Hunter got to look forward to? He just lucky I'm not in 250 still. No, it's cool. It's, it's uh yeah. It's going to be different, that's for sure. It's going to take a bit to, like, realize. I feel like at the first round, once he starts getting dressed, I'm going to get dressed also. It's going to be a kind of a different um, schedule for me throughout the day. So it's yeah. just going to be kind of getting used to that. But I like it. It's got a, it's it's time for time for a change for me. Kind of 250s have started to, like, uh, get pretty yeah. repeated for me, the same, same stuff. So I think it's time for me to go up, and yeah. it's going to be fun, exciting. Really excited to cheer on HD on 250, and it won't be long till once till he's back up on uh, on 250. Uh, sorry, 450. So it would be um, it would be good. Very true, very true. Now let's uh, talk about this, Jet. You're moving up to the 450s. You are moving on up to the uh, east side, like George and Wheezy, and things are about to get a lot harder for you as far as the competition. Your final race here in the 250s, you had lapped people more than three laps. You put a beaten down on the field. And I got a feeling it's not going to be as easy for you when you get to the 450. Not that we don't expect you to still be really, really good. Now, what are you most looking forward to as far as the battles that you're about to face once you step up to the Premier Class? For me, it looks like there's going to be a lot of really good battles. I can tell you that um, yeah. it's going to be fun. I mean, outdoors I get to race against my teammate Chase. That's so going to be uh, exciting, yeah. and we all know he's got some got a lot of speed up his <laughs> yes, sleeve. So 
it's uh, it's going to be exciting for me. I get to kind of start at the bottom again. Okay. Like I did going when I first went pro, you start at the bottom, kind of make your way up. I get to yeah. start there again and kind of just learn new stuff that I didn't, that you don't learn while you're watching TV. So yeah. um, I'm excited for it. It's uh, always good to learn more and more stuff to make my, to get my like kind of yeah. experience a little bit more and better. So um, I'm very excited for it. It's going to be fun. Just go out there and just kind of have a fun crew, like it's a fun um, outdoors and just kind of go from there. <laughs> go, just kind of go out there and go for it. I can't wait to see you, Jet. Uh, congratulations on your fourth championship. Congratulations to the HRC Honda Squad for a clean sweep of all Supercross championships this season. Unprecedented stuff. Uh, you and the entire Lawrence family. Uh, great stuff for just watching you guys this year. We're stoked for you. Best of luck moving into the 450s. We'll see you in a couple weeks out at Fox Raceway. I am Stretch. This is the Big 49, your home of Moto Rock Extreme. Big, big, big. big. The Big 49. Moto. Minute. Brought to you by LBZ. Gotta love it when a new Ronnie Mack video hits the YouTube, and there is one up now where Ronnie's out at some small track and he's racing in the plus 25 class where he says his new plan is to run a bunch of these small tracks and qualify in the plus 25 class to earn his way to Loretta Lynn's. He says he'll then go to Loretta Lynn's, he'll dominate, they'll give him his pro card, and then he'll dominate the Supercross and Motocross seasons next year with his new pro card. Video also has some great big 49 music and some west of nashville music in it and it's all vintage ronnie mac so go check it out on the youtube now i'm stretch another moto minute brought to you by lbz is coming up one hour from now big 49 it is a stretch show on a tuesday let's just get into it now let me just spew this while i can it's a touche and at the same time uh seriously and i talked about this in the first segment of the show today and that is there is spank bank material for my friend Moto Man. He stacks them high and proud right in the bathroom at the 49. And they're in order. He, he, he's a very incredibly organized man. And there is, he keeps the top 10 right next to the toilet in the bathroom at the 49. And I can tell you, every year, there is great enthusiasm as we head into the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. It's, it's almost as highly ranked, but not quite as highly ranked, well, used to be, as the holiday catalog for Victoria's Secret. But now they've screwed that up, too. And the same thing is going on with Sports Illustrated. Here's, here's what this is. We had a time when dudes objectified women, and they did it openly and outwardly, and now it's become a, a shameful thing. And they don't want dudes doing that anymore, yet they still do. And they try to be woke. And what had happened is they started adding big girls and people like before, the Victoria's Secret thing was the most smoking hot women in the world wearing lingerie. And like, it wasn't women buying that thing. It was dudes getting that catalog. Like this is the greatest thing ever. In fact, there was a Christmas special every year with the Victoria's Secret Angels that was next level the greatest holiday special of the year every year and then Wokeness came in and they started putting like you know uh, what's her name Lizzo and crap out there in lingerie and you're like yeah there you go you lost your luster you got woke oh no everyone's beautiful yeah yeah they, they are but no one's as beautiful as those Victoria's Secret women and the same thing used to be kind of true for the Sports Illustrated swimsuit catalog and now 
I like what they did, but at the same time, I don't. In this year's uh, Sports Illustrated swimsuit, you've got Megan Fox. Megan Fox is one of the hottest women on the planet. So you've got hot women in there. You've got a chick named Brooks Nader that's hot, a Kim named uh, Kim Petras who's really hot. There's hot women in here. But the cover this year to show their, you know, we're woke. We're objectifying the hell out of really hot women, but at the same time, everyone's beautiful. And on the cover this year, showing boobage. Like, shout out to her, and I love this lady. 81-year-old Martha Stewart is the cover girl of this year's Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. And don't get me wrong, I love Martha Stewart. But if I'm looking to my friend Moto Man right now, and I'm like, Moto, are you beating it to Martha Stewart in your spank bank? No, the answer is no, he's not. No, he is not. If I ask him, hey, Moto, do you like Martha Stewart? He's like, hell yeah, she's cool as hell. She went to jail at gangster style and came out the other side, a bigger star making more money. She's down with Snoop Dogg, smoking blunts with the Snoop D-O-double-G. Like, there's nothing not to love about Martha Stewart. She's 81 years old. Not a lot of 81-year-old women make it into the spank bank. Martha's got some, some nice jugs, though. Just saying, looking at the cover. She's showing them. But you know what I get? So they try to be woke. But what's so stupid about it is Megan Fox on the inside. Megan F and Fox. So you're not fooling anyone by putting an old lady on the cover of the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. I don't think people are as put off by it as if you would have put, like, some random one-legged fat chick that had her leg blown off at a war and you were showing how woke you were. Oh, yeah, and everyone's beautiful. Uh, yeah, yeah, they are, and they are, and I don't disagree with that. All body types are, there's beautiful women of all shapes and sizes and colors and creeds in the world. But we expect, it's like, okay, here's what's happening. I'm going to break it down in moto terms. There are the elite factory riders that go out there. There's the Eli Tomax, there's the Chase Sextons, there's the Justin Barshas. There's the Jason Andersons. There's the Cooper Webbs. There's those guys. And then there's privateers. All those other people are privateers. And you're putting the privateers on the cover of a magazine you're trying to sell to show that you're not biased to your really awesome writers, your top-level elite factory writers. So to show we're not biased, here's Joe from Kentucky. He's been racing dirt bikes his whole life. He's never made it to a podium, and his best career finish is 25. This will be his last year of racing because, well, he can't get a sponsor because he's not that good. That's what they're doing. And they're taking those people and putting them on the cover now, and then they're keeping inside. You're going, oh, here's Eli Tomac. Oh, oh, here's... That's what they're doing. It's not right. It's stupid. It's it's counterproductive to your business is what it is. And you're trying to be woke. And, and I can't say enough good crap about Martha Stewart. I'm not here to dog on Martha Stewart. I freaking love that lady. But come on, Sports Illustrated. This is spank bank material, and you have disappointed my friend Moto Man. You should be ashamed of yourselves. It's the Big 49. The Man Urge. Report! Uh, 
Last August, when actress Anna Hayes got all drunk and crashed her car into a house in West Los Angeles, and then she later died from the horrific burns from the aftermath of that crash. Well, over the weekend, her family finally buried her. That's right, she's been on ice this entire time, and the family finally decided to bury her at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery over the weekend. Rest in peace, Anna. Elon Musk has a freaking death wish. That dude just showed up at Sundream Baja. What this is, it's like Coachella, but only in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico, and it's a huge rave. The richest man in the world goes to Mexico and parties down and dances at a rave without a ton of security around him. It's pretty insane. I can't believe the guy didn't get kidnapped. Our best wishes go out to WWE Hall of Famer Billy Graham. They say he is in the hospital today with a very serious condition. His family says he's on life support, but is continuing to fight. The Man Entertainment with Stretch. Big 4-9, it is a stretch show here on a Tuesday morning. I was going to go into my UFO story, but instead I'm going to tell you a funny story that happened to the Stretch RE over the weekend. It was Mother's Day weekend, so I had to run by and, and visit my mother for a very brief time, and I did it with both of my children. And on Friday, I ended up spending the day on... Uh, VIP security with some clients of one of my jobs who were golfing for the day at the Trump International Golf Course in Palos Verdes. I was there all day on Friday with uh, these guys. So I'm sitting out there and I go in and and by the way, I'm not golfing. I, I literally just take them there, stay out there and then bring them back is all I'm doing. It's a very easy assignment. And as I'm sitting there, I'm walking around. I go downstairs. They got a cool, like, little hot dog area. You can get, I get lunch. It's right on the beach. It's a beautiful place. And then I go into the gift shop because I'm bored. I'm there five, six hours. And I go into the gift shop, and I see all the, you know, typical golf wear. But then they have a whole MAGA section. Make America great again. They got hats. They got shirts. And then they have golf hats that are just... Trump National Golf Course with the like emblem of the golf course that are very subtle Trump stuff. And then I see a hat that I'm like, okay, that's a badass hat. I'm buying it. It's a camouflage hat and it doesn't say McGaw on it. It doesn't say Trump in big giant letters. It just says Trump across the front in red writing. It has an American flag on the side. It says Trump in red writing and it's camouflage. It has American flag. And I'm like, I'm buying that hat. I like that hat. I love, uh, I have a thing for camouflage hats, by the way. So I buy that hat. Not thinking about it, I wear it. I go to visit my parents, and I'm just going from my house to my parents' house, no big deal. Well, I realize when I get to Downey, which is where the stretchery is really from. I'm born in the great state of Alabama, and I will claim that till I die, but I was raised from the time I was under one year old as a baby, all the way up. My parents still live there. I still have a very strong connection to the city of Downey. So I roll in there, I got my Trump hat on and I got to stop at the store and I got to buy a card and there was some food I was going to pick up along the way. And I go into this like Mexican restaurant in Downey to get some food. And what's funny is I get out of the car and I'm walking in and I have my kids with me and they're walking in with me. And then I realize when I get inside, it's like the parting of the Red Seas. I am walking into a line of Hispanic people who are sitting outside of a Mexican restaurant in Downey. There is not a white person in sight other than myself and my two children who are half-breeds and are uh, 
fading behind me very quickly because they realize I forgot I'm wearing my Trump hat. They realize I'm wearing my Trump hat and they decide to turn around and go to the car when everyone standing outside starts staring at me. Everyone. They're staring at me. And it's like, I'm like, man, these people have never seen a white person before. It's like Pam and Tommy burst through the door. So I, I come in and I roll through and I go inside and I ask the lady a question and the lady looks at me and it's like, not helping me. And I'm like, this is weird. I'm still oblivious that I'm wearing a Trump hat. And, but it shouldn't matter. I live in an area filled with liberal left-wing psychotic nutjobs that have disgusting political banners in their yards at all time supporting President Biden. How anyone could vote for that human being, I do not know. That's the dumbest, most senile, old poop-his-pants man I've ever seen in my life. But if, if you do, that's for you. It works for you. I, I don't care. I don't care what you do politically. And I'm never going to say anything to anyone. Or If you're my friend and I think I know you're a Democrat, I'm going to bust your balls and we're going to go back and forth and have some fun. If I don't know you, it's none of my business. So... The fact that people were tripping, and what's funny, and then I came back out and my kids are like, oh my God, those people want to kill you. And I'm like, what are you talking about? They're like, you're wearing a Trump hat in there. And I'm like, so what? That's, that's what works for me. And this is my town, and this has been my town since the freaking damn near the day I was born, and I'm never going to not be me in Downey. Stretch Re is from Downey. And they're like, take off your hat. I'm like, I will die before I take this hat off. If anyone tells me to take this hat off, they're getting an ass beaten. Like... It was weird at the negative vibes I was getting thrown at, and I wasn't wearing a MAGA hat. It wasn't the big red MAGA. It was seriously... I'll put up a picture of me with my Trump hat on today, and I'll post it on our Instagram, and you can see. It's it's pretty subtle, but still, F you. If you don't like my views, go F yourself. If you do like my views, you go F yourself. <laughs> like, I just don't care. I'm just doing what works for me and having fun and... Trying to get through life, not taking crap too seriously at this point. Because if you do, you'll go mad. But that truly happened this weekend. It was funny. And then we went into another store later, and we walked in, and my kids were like, oh, my God, you're not taking it off? And I'm like, no, I'm in Downey. This is my town. I am not taking off this hat. This is my town. And by the way, there are a ton of really right-wing uh, Cubanos. Cubanos are very conservative people, and Downey's got a lot of Cubans in it. Apparently at the Mexican restaurant, there were not a ton of Cubans. And it was funny, but anyway. Fun little story about how divided America is and how people want to be hostile towards you if you don't have the same political views as them. And, and I vow to never be that. I will argue with you about point to point if you want to talk about it. And I will agree to disagree with you, but I don't care what your political views are. If it, good for you. You know, whatever works for you, good for you. That That's the way I see it. But anyway, I thought that was a funny little story. Up next, let's get into that UFO story. I'll do that next. It's the Big 4-9. Big, big, big. The Big 49. Moto. Minute. Brought to you by LBZ. My favorite British writer, Max Anstey, has posted his goodbye for summer on social media to all the fans here in America, stating he's grateful for all that he's learned in the Supercross season this year, and he's very grateful to the Firepower Honda team that gave him a bike worthy of getting him the third overall spot in the 250 American Supercross this season, and now he is heading overseas to race the World Supercross he will see you American blokes again in January. I am Stretch. Another Moto Minute brought to you by LBZ is coming up 
one hour from now. Big 49, it is a stretch show here on a Tuesday. Thank you for listening to us. Let's get a little UFOsy talk going on. Haven't done that all week. It's only Tuesday, but I try to get in uh, UFO stories whenever I find any out there that are uh, worthy of talking about. And this is, first we're going to reference back to, remember when the Queen passed away last year, I guess it was? Was earlier this year or last year? Now I'm drawing a blank. But the Queen passed away, and there was a really good UFO video that surfaced that was the Royal Air Force was flying over the ceremony of the Queen, and right as they're flying in formation, and they've got, I don't know if it's a drone footage or a helicopter footage, it was above the jets, you see a big metallic orb exactly like the one in the recently released video by the Pentagon that they saw fly over Iraq with a... uh, a drone that was surveying the area and also you saw a big metallic ball fly by and they're like we don't know what this is well the exact same thing flew over the funeral of the queen as the royal air force it crossed right over the jets and then and it went by so fast you couldn't even really see it with your eye and they're not very big crafts they're literally a beach ball sized metallic ball and the one that flew over the queens was exactly like the one that flew over that town in Iraq where they were filming with the drone. Don't know what the hell it is. Technically shouldn't be able to fly. It's a silver ball flying. Well, another one has been captured. And this guy didn't even know he captured it. And the video is just coming out now because this happened uh, over a week ago. And it was the royal coronation of King Charles. King Charles took mommy's throne and they finally had the big pump and circumstance ceremony over the weekend and the same kind of situation happened and the same exact UFO made an appearance again. Photographer is taking pictures of the Royal Air Force, the Red Arrows, and they are flying in formation over the mall in London for the coronation of the king and this guy's filming up. Now on this day, the reason the guy didn't really notice it is he had his cameras up there and he was just shooting away, shooting away, but the weather was really bad and he said the weather was so bad he really couldn't even hardly see the jets because it was rainy and, and nasty. So he catches that same damn orb, that same thing once again flying right by those jets. The jets don't even know it's there. It's not showing up on their radar and it's a small thing and you're like oh it's a balloon it's not a balloon because it's traveling with purpose and it's traveling fast as f and if the wind was going that fast you would know because everything else would be a stew because of the really strong winds blowing a balloon that fast and i don't know how fast the winds have to be blowing to get an object to go that fast it's something you don't see with your naked eye it's moving that fast and you're shooting it with a really high quality camera, you catch it. And this guy did, his name is Simon Balzan. He's 59 years old. He has put the videos up there. He said due to the bad weather, he didn't even check his photos until about a week later. And he spotted the very unusual object in only one frame. And you're dealing with a camera that's like, and in one frame, you have this metallic orb passing over near the jets. And trust me, they don't even know it's there. He said he was shooting out the window of the 13th floor uh, of the building. The weather was so bad, he says there were no birds in the air and there was nothing else in the air but those jets. And he says, I really couldn't even see the planes that well. I didn't check the photos till later because I figured they were going to be crappy because the weather was so bad and I didn't really have a great view. And you can tell it's rainy. He enhanced the images and he tried to increase what looks like a speck 
And there it is, flo it like a floating acorn-looking thing. And he says, I have no idea. It's got a little bit of red in it, but it's kind of a metallic-looking orbish shape. And it's right over those Royal Jets once again at a Royal event, second time in a year. So what the F is it? Is this an adversary? Is this something that lives here? Is this interdimensional? I do not know. And no one does. That's the thing. We're, we're trying to figure this crap out, but I love these more and more and more and more and more unexplained sightings of things in the air, unidentified aerial phenomenon, if you want to call them that. I'll call them UFOs. But very cool story. All right, coming up next, we got a long interview with our friend Chase Sexton, reigning 450 champion from the HRC Honda team. We will chat with Chase coming up on a 49. Big, 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 big. The Big 49. Moto. Minute. Brought to you by LBZ. All week long on the Big 49, we will get the guys off the podium from the final round of the Supercross at Salt Lake City in Utah. And one guy I'm really excited about and we will talk to tomorrow is Justin Hill. And you'll hear how this dude had retired from Supercross, became a freaking police officer at the Douglas County Sheriff's Office in Oregon, was completely away from the game for two and a half years. Then he comes back, has a really good year this year, and it's a great story. And you'll hear him on the Stretch Show tomorrow morning right here on the Big 49. I'm Stretch. Another Moto Minute brought to you by LBZ is coming up one hour from now. Big 49 is a Stretch Show. I'm mad at YouTube videos. I'm going to sue YouTube for false advertising. All those videos. Oh my God, I've been in the system for one month and I make $3,700 uh, a day in income by doing nothing. That's a lie. That's a lie. And if I knew how to make $3,700 in a day, I wouldn't tell you mofos. I would keep it to myself so I could maybe make $9,000 in a day and everyone else is the same way. I wouldn't be sharing that information. I have a way. I work myself to death and I make a fraction of that in a day. I'm going to sue you. YouTube, I'm going to sue you. Class action lawsuit. All right, right now I'm going to tell you about a scumbag. This happened in Colorado. I love me the Colorado. Used to be on the radio in Denver for a long time with Jamie and Danny. It was a fun time. And we'd go back there a lot and do little trips. And I always loved going into Colorado, especially uh, Denver's where we would go. But here we go. This guy, he is not in Denver. He is in Los Animas. They say he was trying to drive from Los Animas to Pueblo. I hope I'm saying that right. But he ended up in Springfield, Colorado. Lost 28-year-old driver. He's driving his uh, fancy-dancy Dodge Challenger, which, by the way, alerts the police. They go, there's a douchebag. Let's follow him. He's going to do something stupid. Let's follow him. That's what they do. They see that car. They're like, douchebag, let's go. Follow that guy. Get ready to write a ticket. So, as I said, the guy's going 52 miles an hour in a 30-mile-an-hour zone, so they light him up. Do it, do it. That's the sound of the police, and they pull him over. They find a 28-year-old man. He is uh, driving the car, only when the officer pulls him over, as they park the car, the driver he sees getting out of the driver's seat and switching over to the other side. And when the driver, uh, police officer makes his way to the driver's door to ask for license and registration and ask you uh, if he, you know why I pulled you over, he um, finds a dog in the driver's seat. The man had taken his dog that was in the passenger seat, put the dog in the driver's seat, and he switched over. And when the cop comes up to the window, he's like, I wasn't driving. He was driving. 
He says the man had clear signs of intoxication, and at which point the police don't like nonsense, especially if you're driving a Dodge Challenger. They know you're a douche to begin with. If it's a V6 Dodge Challenger, they may beat you, because that's criminal. They shouldn't make those things a V6s. And um, so the guy, he's like, get out of the car. Please step out of the vehicle. There's two people in the back, by the way. There's two passengers that are human in the back seat. There's now a dog in the driver's seat and a man that was driving that switched over to the passenger seat once they were pulled over, then fled the vehicle. At that point, the officer chased him down and tackled him. And then much to his uh, amazement, the man was intoxicated. And he was arrested for being intoxicated. He was arrested for driving under the influence. They say he had clear signs of intoxication. And he's, this is where it's weird. In the back seat, there was uh, the two other drivers were complete. The two other people in the car in the back seat were completely sober. The vehicle belonged to one of the people in the back seat, which was a woman. Yet this guy was drunk out of his mind and driving with a dog in the front seat. And they were apparently driving from Las Animas to Pueblo, yet they got lost and ended up in Springfield. And they say, which is a town southeast of uh, Las Animas and Pueblo is to the west. So they were going in the wrong direction completely. They brought the guy in. He had two active warrants on top of it. So you had a drunk guy driving your car that tried to switch it out to a dog. He had two warrants, yet you were sober in the back seat. Explain that one. Yeah, he was charged with driving while uh, ability impaired, driving under suspension license, speeding, resisting arrest, driving under the influence, and a whole bunch of other fun charges. And then they say, luckily, the thing they worried about the most was the dog that the sober people who owned the vehicle were allowed to take the vehicle and proceed home with the dog and the guy was arrested and brought to jail who blames like I'm not kidding I'm the first one to blame the dog rip a big stinker and be like oh my god the dog farted that's just fun if not you blame the only child in the room but no you don't try to set your dog up for DUI that's not cool Oh, well, this guy goes to jail. They should put animal cruelty on there. Bad pet owner on, on top of his charges. Yeah. All right, coming up next, I have a way for you, if you have potholes in your town, to get them fixed. This is a tried and true method. It works. Arnold Schwarzenegger should have done this because he just got in trouble for filling a pothole in his neighborhood. City came out and said, hey, a-hole, that wasn't a pothole. That was construction, and now we got to rip out everything you put in and they were mad at him. I think he got fined. But if you have potholes in your town, and what's funny is back in the day when I did the Jack and, uh, Jack and Stitch podcast for years and years, that thing ran from 2007 till 2020. And we talked about this same thing. Somebody was doing this same thing and they're doing it again because it works. It is a way to get the city to rapidly fill potholes in your town. And I'll tell you about it next. It's the Big 49. Big, 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 the big 49 moto minute brought to you by LBZ. Everybody, the big 49 is a huge fan of Dean Wilson, and Dino is hosting some riding schools this weekend in Montana at a place called Anaconda MX. If you are in that part of America and you want some details, hit Dino up at 15MX Schools at Gmail. 
Now I see he's out there riding. I wonder if he's practicing outdoor or if he's getting ready for Supercross. By that I mean, is Dino going to race the outdoor season this year or is he going to head overseas and follow his United Kingdom teammate Max Anstey and do the World Supercross? I know he did it last year, but last year they didn't overlap. It'll be very interesting to see what Dino does in the next week or so. I guess we'll know when they drop the gated pala. I'm Stretch. Another Moto Minute brought to you by LBZ is coming up one hour from now. Big 49. It is a stretch show up on you for a Tuesday. That is 3 a.m. till noon Pacific, Monday through Friday. You can catch it. You can catch the stretch show podcast. If you miss any of it or you want to rehear a story, be like that idiot is babbling nonsense. I want to find it and send it to my friends. That's fine. I'm used to it. You can do that as well. Anywhere podcasters serve stretch show podcast, big 49. That's how it is labeled every day. Also, the Moto Show that we do on Saturdays is a vlog. You can get that over at TheBig49.com. And you can find everything going on in the Moto Media before it reaches the rest of the Moto Media at TheBig49.com. My listening live and hearing it as we invented and created and do it first right here on The Big 49. It's funny. For these little radio station, it's been pat 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 little radio station which is now quite a big radio station uh the moto media consistently will they'll call us and they'll be like hey can we do this or, or this and we'll be like okay well here it is and then they'll oh no we're gonna sponsor the bob and the goat podcast instead of you guys really that's 15 minutes a week of not trying we give you 24 7 you're you're Frequency impressions are going to be way, way, way greater. In fact, if anyone wants to advertise, uh, go to the website. There is a way to contact us. If you've got a small business or you've got, in the moto, you got something like that. Hell, I don't care. If you want to sell training bras to Moto Man? Call them up. Call us up. Hit us on there. The Big Forty Nine will help you out advertising ways. All right, let's talk about this story. It is a way to fix potholes. I promised you it is the guaranteed rapid way. And this has been around for years. It's a, I'm seeing it out of a UK newspaper, but they had, you know, horrible roads over there. Imagine how old the roads are in the UK compared to over here. And they had, you know, bad potholes and they blow out your tires and they're annoying. So uh, someone goes around with spray paint and they draw giant cock and balls. They spray paint on the ground, a huge cock and balls, and somewhere within the shaft or the balls is always a big pothole. And they do this, and then people complain that there is obscenity on the roadway, and the city gets out there immediately to pressure wash off the cock and balls, and when they go to wash off the cock and balls, they seem to fix the pothole at the same time. So they go out there and get rid of the cock and balls and fix the potholes, so they realize, hey, this works. So there's this area in Sussex where there's cock and balls everywhere because they get sick and tired of the potholes and they do it. So I'm saying that will work here too. If you go out and get some neon paint and spray paint a big cock and balls around a pothole in front of your house, someone's gonna notice. Now, hopefully no one sees you do it because they'll blame you and then the city will come after you for damages, which there are no damages. The damages are that effing pothole that's blown out 37 tires that day that they don't care about until there's a cock around it. And then they go, oh, there's a cock out there. We got to fix that. They don't say, hey, that dangerous pothole's going to cause an accident and cause people uh, to spend a lot of money out of their pocket. No, they don't care about that. They care about cock on the road. So get your spray paint out. And I I'm not encouraging anyone. I'm saying if you were to get your spray paint out, better way to put it, 
and spray paint cock and balls around a pothole, allegedly the cities might come out and fix that pothole a lot faster. Love to see if it works. I'm not gonna try it and I don't encourage any of you to try it. That is lawlessness and we will not have that here in the 49. We abide so purely by all laws. We're very law abiding. So anyway, it's a pretty good story and it's got funny photos because they die giant cock and balls around these potholes and they all get patched up. Arnold Schwarzenegger, get your spray paint out. I'm Stretch. Time to go into the final hour of the Stretch Show. We will talk to Jet Lawrence and then wrap it up. It's the Big 49. Big 49. It is the Stretch Show. Shout out to the Pennywise. Shout out to the punk rock scene everywhere. Shout out to our friends over at Violates Community Standards. Check them out. That's a great little OC punk band. And they are those dudes are like the James Brown of punk rock. I'll tell you that. Hardest working dudes in show business. I'm following them online. I always see them. Man, we got a show here. We got a show here. We got to do another show with them. We got to get them out to an event. Love those guys, man. Shout out to them. All right. Uh, by the way, also shout out to Ronnie Mack putting a little Pennywise in his latest video. Tanya, this punk rock Pennywise contagious. I love this. Started here. I started hearing it again going, you know what? And I switched out. I was doing some old Cream was my sign-off music. Switched out to the Broham. Like, this is a good way to go out every day. Little broham, little hard ass rock and roll, big 49 style every day. I love seeing all of the moto industry embracing the rock and roll and the punk rock and everything. I love seeing Ronnie Mack in it. Ronnie Mack switches it up. He goes straight out of big 49 music with uh, Pennywise, and then he goes into Loretta Lynn, which is West of Nashville music, our other radio station. Westofnash.com if you're down with the country. I know a lot of moto dudes are in the country too. We got you covered, man. Big 49 Radio Inc. has got you covered. Uh, Tomorrow on the show, very excited to get Justin Hill, his first podium of his career, and just a great story. And you will hear all about that tomorrow with him. We'll also rerun that Jet Lawrence interview later in the show. uh, The Hunter Lawrence interview, I was putting the finishing touches on that uh, today. So there is uh, a lot more moto to come on the Big 49 this here week. And that'll be freaking banging. Then this weekend is a weekend off. No moto. Uh, no moto show either. Let's just call it a day. And then we will hit the ground running out at Fox Raceway at Pala next weekend for the kickoff of the outdoor season. May 27th, Fox Raceway at Pala. Memorial weekend. Kicking off that long weekend. Long weekend, not for me. I'm a regular weekend. I got one day off and I will have spent it at Pala for the entire day. Sounds like fun. Don't threaten me with a good time. All right, I'm going to pack it up right now and go home for the day. I will be back tomorrow. I thank you all for listening. Tell a friend. Please tell 10 friends. Please download the podcast 73 times. We need all the love we can get, man. We are in a fight of our lives, and we are in an uphill climb, and we are pushing the rock to the top because we are the little engine that could. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Till then, God bless you all. And God bless the United States of America.